Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today, it is, as you can see behind me, straight pride day, or as I like to call it, happy hetero day. It's not actually a thing, but I just made it a thing. So great job, straight people. Congrats on being heterosexual. Also, the latest on the missing Titanic tourist sub, the Durham report hearing on Capitol Hill, and Kamala Harris loves freedom, but only when it's the freedom to kill your own babies. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and as the search continues for the missing submersible carrying five passengers on their way to explore the Titanic wreckage at the bottom of the Atlantic, really troubling details have emerged regarding the craft's construction and previous safety concerns that were apparently never addressed. The submersible named the Titan lost contact above ground an hour and, a, an hour and 45 minutes after launch on June 18th. According to the parent company Ocean Gate's website, the vessel can only provide up to 96 hours of oxygen which will run out by tomorrow morning. Yesterday, a Canadian P-3 search aircraft detected knocking sounds coming from where the sub could be. Here is what that sounded like. And at a press conference today, U.S. Coast Guard Response Coordinator Jamie Frederick confirmed the noises, noting the enormous complexities of the search and rescue mission currently taking place. Watch. A Canadian P-3 detected underwater noises in the search area. As a result, ROV operations were relocated in an attempt to explore the origin of the noises. Although the ROV searches have yielded negative results, they continue. Additionally, the data from the P-3 aircraft has been shared with our U.S. Navy experts for further analysis, which will be considered in future search plans. The surface search is now approximately two times the size of Connecticut, and the subsurface search is up to two and a half miles deep, exponentially expanding the size of the search area. We also have to factor in the ever-changing weather conditions, currents, and sea states that expand the search area every hour. There is an enormous complexity associated with this case due to the location being so offshore, so far offshore, and the coordination between multiple agencies and nations. Now, it's important to note this is not a submarine which has enough power to leave port and come back to port under its own power, its own individual power. A submersible already has much more limited capabilities, power and range. It needs a mothership to leave. It needs a mothership to come back and for support and communications. Despite that, guests have paid up to $250,000 since 2021 to visit the Titanic wreckage more than two miles below the ocean's surface. CBS correspondent David Pogue, who has previously been aboard the Titan, told NPR earlier this week, when we boarded the surface vessel, we signed waivers that would curl your toes. Here's some of that waiver's language and a scene from inside the sub. Watch. 
an experimental submersible vessel that has not been approved or certified by any regulatory body and could result in physical injury, disability, emotional trauma, or death. Where do I sign? Oh, take your shoes off. That's customary. Okay. Wow. Inside, the sub has about as much room as a minivan. So this is not your grandfather's submersible. <laughs> we only have one button. That's it. It should be like an elevator. You know, it shouldn't take a lot of skill. The Titan is the only five-person sub in the world that can reach titanic depths, 2.4 miles below the sea. It's also the only one with a toilet, sort of. And yet, I couldn't help noticing how many pieces of this sub seemed improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components. I got these from uh, Camper World. We run the whole thing with this game controller. <laughs> Come on! Not only would I not pay $250,000 to ride on that, you couldn't pay me enough money to set foot in there. And seeing that video, it makes much more sense why you'd need to sign your entire life away to take the journey. But it gets worse than that. In 2018, court filings show that Ocean Gate's then director of marine operations and submersible pilot, David Lockridge, alleged that he was wrongfully terminated for blowing the whistle about serious safety concerns and his refusal to approve manned tests of the craft's earlier models. The company then sued him for disclosing confidential information, and in Lockridge's countersuit, he alleged, rather than addressing Lockridge's concerns, OceanGate instead summarily terminated Lockridge's employment in efforts to silence Lockridge and to avoid addressing the safety and quality control issues. According to the lawsuit, the viewport at the front of the submersible was only built to a certified pressure of 1,300 meters, although OceanGate intended to take passengers down to depths of 4,000 meters. Lockridge learned that the viewport manufacturer would only certify to a depth of 1,300 meters due to the experimental design of the viewport supplied by OceanGate, which was out of the pressure vessels for human occupancy standards. OceanGate refused to pay for the manufacturer to build a viewport that would meet the required depth of 4,000 meters. Now, it obviously remains to be seen what exactly went wrong aboard the sub, but in a recently resurfaced clip of OceanGate CEO Stockton Rush, Rush claimed he didn't want to hire sub operators with more experience, you know, like 50-year-old white men. He'd rather bring in someone younger and more inspirational. Watch. Listen to what he talks about. The CEO talks about hiring people. Uh, yes, I mean, when I started the business, one of the things you'll find, there are other sub operators out there, but they, they typically... Um, have uh, gentlemen who are ex-military submariners, and they you'll see a whole bunch of 50-year-old white guys. Um, I wanted our team to be younger, to be inspirational, and I'm not going to inspire a 16-year-old to, to go pursue marine technology. But a 25-year-old, uh, you know, who's a sub-pilot or a, a platform operator, one of our techs, can be inspirational. And so we've really tried to, to get... Um, very intelligent, motivated, younger individuals involved because we're doing things that are completely new. We're taking approaches that are used largely in the aerospace industry is related to safety and uh, some of the, the preponderance of checklists, uh, things we do for risk assessments and things like that that are more aviation related than um, ocean related. And we can train people to do that. We can train someone to pilot the sub. We use a game controller um, so anybody can drive the sub. 
A game controller, what could possibly go wrong? Here to discuss this and more, we have Yakub Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. Also, Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Um, I, I, we, we will get to straight pride, but I do want to, I mean, this, this case is like, it's so wild to me um, that, A, that this would be, allowed. I, is it legal? I guess it is. It's been operating for years now, but also that anyone would see this, see the, the conditions, understand how much it costs and be like, yep, I definitely want to do this. A game controller? Absolutely. Sign me up. That sounds great. And again, and I don't, I'm not victim shaming because like I, I, I hope and I pray that somehow there's some sort of miracle that takes place and they're found. Um, but this was just a disaster waiting to happen. And it's just so frustrating because, I mean, how many regulatory agencies do we have in this country that are, you know, they like they put so much red tape when anyone wants to start a small business. You've got what what state was it a couple years ago that a little girl wanted to run a lemonade stand and like the health inspector shut them down. I mean, you've got regulatory bodies in this country that are on overdrive and somehow this is allowed to be, uh, you know, go go under the ocean surface for two miles and like no one says anything. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here. There's so much going through my mind. You know, um, um, being South African, I've been two and a half miles underground, not underwater Oof. in a mining operation, gold mines. And I tell you, this is historic gold one, gold mines. You, there's stuff psychologically things happen to you when you kick in and you understand. I mean, how, how far away you are from help, right? That's without the pressure in water and all the other things. So I'm just going through praying as I'm sitting here for those who are underwater as we speak in that capsule. It's insanity. It's gross negligence. Uh, silencing whistleblowers. Your point is so well received by me for the major government overreach into things like a lemonade stand, as absurd as that would be, but yet the tech space gets to operate very blasé. I counter this with Elon, for instance, the length that Tesla has gone to. But then there's the irony for me. The Titanic sank, and this is a vessel, and there was problems with the Titanic before it left port. If you study and look into it, people warn, don't let this thing sail. Mm-hmm. Don't let it go. And, and here again, there's workers saying, don't let this go. It's, it blows my mind. It's, you know, to sit and even as a CEO say, it's a cool thing. We operated with a game controller. And hey, we can have a 25-year-old that graduated high school like the day before yesterday be able to do risk assessment underwater, Jason, two miles underwater. It's, it's, I, I, I hope the people are safe and I think it, it crashes the company. Well, you know, they probably have yeah. a great ESG score, though. Right. You know, because if you're like hiring, you know, right. practices are based off of dollars, how they look, basically, like, you know, mm -hmm. if you know, if they, if they meet a certain age requirement or if they're a kid or, you know, screw like, I'm sure that's how, you know, you'd pick your doctor. They would line up, you know, at this great new progressive hospital. And they're like, you have to get this brain surgery. Now, this is the pool of doctors. Mm -hmm. Now pick your doctor. Mm -hmm. Are you going to pick them based off of how they look? Are going to be like, oh, how many times have they done this? Right. Right. What that's probably the first thing you would right? say. Yeah. Um, but in the true spirit of hetero day. If, if, if I have to do this, 
I'm picking the hottest looking uh, driver. If I'm going to be down there for several hours and there's a potential that I'm not, I mean, if you want to make the girls gone wild chicks <laughs> as like the full crew of that little submarine, I'll pay 250 grand for that. I probably will. Yeah, and then you're never coming back alive. Yeah, but I, I'm happy. <laughs> but the way I go out, right. it's totally fine. I That's hate to burst to your it. bubble, Jason, but the way that you are all like crushed in there along with the yeah. toilet. Sorry, brother. I'm you not me, sure is going to be that. With the girls gone wild chicks, though? With the no toilet? <laughs> I don't think I care about the toilet at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Can, well, this show just took a turn for the worse. <laughs> well, in the nature of the day, come on. Right, right, it's very right. on brand for me. Anyway, I, I will say to, to bring this back serious, though. I mean, I, I've seen a few similar type craft in the military. They don't have a ton of hours of uh, oxygen. Um, maybe around 40, I'm going to guess, something like that. And really, right now, it's, it's all on how calm these people can be. Yes. So I'm yeah. hoping... Yes. To yes. God, literally praying that yeah. they have a competent person that's down there as the actual driver. Low, lower heart rate. Yes, and, and is telling them this, that has been trained in this. It doesn't really sound, I don't know if they have or not, but it doesn't sound like it based on how that no. guy was talking. Mm -hmm. But he needs to tell them to be as calm as possible because the more they breathe, the more hysterical they get, the more that oxygen they're going to use up. I'm surprised that if they actually have heard knocking because... I've seen, you know, submarines, underwater craft that have, you know, high-tech sonar that can pinpoint almost exactly where, like, an enemy exactly. submersible is mm -hmm. just off of the smallest amount of sound. Right. But this knocking so is out of, the, out of the air. Because it's out of the air, that also surprises me because typically when you hear that knocking, it's, it's oceanic vessels hearing, hearing the pinging and the knocking on the sonar, which tells me, could, is it that deep? You know, and then you have the thought, well, can they, can they get out of the vessel? Not at two miles deep. The pressure is, you, you can't. Your body can't sustain and you can't get to the, I mean, yeah. so. I think, I, I, think I read stuck. it takes like eight hours yeah. just to, yeah, to get up. Yeah, to surface. Yeah. Because of in that divers, right. I don't know if you dive, yes. but if you're a diver, yeah, you understand. You, yeah. So I don't know. This is a very bad situation. I'm praying for life saved. But that company should not be allowed to go forward. No. They should not be allowed to. Oh. Back to my little jab on, I bet they have a great ESG score. I mean, that's actually kind of a bigger point than I made of it because there are a lot of these, you know, and you mentioned because of the dollars, like people, companies like big tech, mm -hmm. um, if they do meet those metrics, right? If they meet all those equitable metrics, do you really think they're being regulated as hard as someone that says, no, I'm not. No, they're not. Tech them. is not Absolutely being regulated. Not. Look at AI. No, no, Who's no. regulating AI? Are they, they getting audited by the people? IRS? No. No. Come on. No. no. The, none of them will. But small media companies, yeah. like yeah. The ones we're sitting at right now, you'll be the first ones that they'll come after. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, thoughts and prayers uh, yeah. going out to them. And, and by the way, I don't, it's always kind of a weird situation here uh, on our show because we tape this show like an hour before it goes to mm -hmm. air. So there's always the chance that like some, some development could happen and this whole conversation could just be completely pointless. So hopefully they're found. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm now. I'm hoping that alive. all of this was just completely pointless because they've been found. Um, but a really bad situation. And I'm with you, Yaku. I, I don't see any reason for this company to not close their doors like yeah. today. Yep, absolutely. Today, um, I, I would be interested. I know we got to take a break, but I would be interested to. I, I I'm very curious to ask a, a lawyer. Um, be like 
how much are you shielded as a company when you make someone sign a contract, right? Like if they sign a contract and you sign your life away and you say, I'm okay, yeah, I, I understand the risks and that I could die. But if you're if you're doing faulty, like if you have faulty- But it's fraudulent, right? If they knew, if they knew that a whistleblower, if they know that the craft right. is faulty. Right, right, right. And then they make you sign a waiver. Having the information, I think there's major legal pathway. You would think. Right. Be, yeah, for you sure. Because it, you Must can't be. have someone sign something that says, yeah, I understand the risks that I might die, but not tell them, well, we're using all of this, you know, we're using software, we're using pieces for this that, like, aren't actually meant to go that deep. Yeah, the 1,000 I mean, meters versus 4,000 meters I mean, is a pretty big deal. Like, right. is, is that in the contract that they signed? Exactly, no, exactly. Probably not. No, if they didn't disclose, not. hey, we're certified to, you know, 1,300, and we're going, we're taking you 4,000 deep. I think, look... Again, I pray and for the families to stay calm, that they're safe. But even if they return healthy, alive, go after them. Oh, well, go after them. It's yeah. reckless. They mean shut down, and hopefully they get some good legal support that would find those pathways within the law to go after this company. Yeah. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We will be back with more, but I want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So, um, Birch Gold, I, I personally use because, um, you know, I was tired of looking at you log in to like go look at your 401k or your IRA and you just see that number just dwindling down because it's Joe Biden's economy now and uh, they can't stop spending. And, uh, you know, you've dealt with inflation for a while now during Joe Biden's tenure. And so if you if you're tired of looking at your 401k and watching all of that hard earned money that you have earned, watching all of that just get less and less and less and more devalued, you really need to talk to the people over at Birch Gold. They can help you uh, diversify into gold and silver. And you're going to be able to, um, they're going to take your IRA or 401k that's already existing and they can um, roll it over into an IRA with gold or silver, which historically has been the best hedge against inflation. I just recently did this. I'm highly encouraging all of you guys to at least talk to them. Text the word Y to 989898. What they're going to send you is a free information kit on gold. So there's no obligation. It's just information to help you understand better what you are looking at. So just at least go get the information. Text the word Y to 989898. Before we get to our next story, I just want to I, I want to ask you guys how you how do you feel about being heterosexual? Is that is that fun? Do you like it? I feel very very masculine. <laughs> it's actually I'm wearing I'm wearing Gladiator warfare outfit. This is South Africa, the Springboks jersey. This is like a man's man stuff. I'm like, we, you need to bleed to know that you're alive. And I want to just <laughs> go after the whole alphabet. You know? I, I love it. I, I got to tell you, I, I was eavesdropping when they were trying to figure out guests for this show. And they were like, who is the guy where every time he shows up to the front door at the office, there's cheerleaders waiting for him. And they followed him everywhere he goes, and then they're here to, you know, to celebrate his arrival. They're like, who is the guy that eats rusty nails and then spits out armor-piercing bullets? Jason Buttrell. That's right. I was like, I would be happy to be on the show today. This is amazing. It's actually funny because my husband in the control room made a joke in my ear when we started the show. This, this is the wrong day for Jason to be on. You guys made a mistake. Oh. Why, is Jason, why is Jason? How here? dare he? Fired. <laughs> Actually, I, to truth be told, I was trying to figure out what day I wanted to do it, and I was like, 
these guys are so masculine. This is perfect. <laughs> and then I hear Jason riding up on his motorcycle, which yeah. legitimately I can hear from the my Harley. dressing room. You can hear the Harley approaching the building. Um, and I was like, no, this is perfect. Because you know what? Um, That's the, the cheerleaders, by the way. The LGBT mafia gets an entire month. All I'm suggesting is if we're all going to celebrate our sexuality, I would like to be in on the party. Yeah. I would like to have my own day. I very much love being straight. It's actually a really, like, a very, very fun thing for me. So yeah. I'm just happy You're so day sweet to you guys. yesterday. We walked out and she's like, hey, tomorrow, wear something masculine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. I was like, I'm just going to tell you we're celebrating a happy heterosexual day. So just, that, just feel like I need to tell you that. Why um, did I wear sleeves today? This has been a perfect time. <laughs> I never wear sleeves any other day. This is ridiculous. Uh, but I, again, very, very happy heterosexual day. I was trying to come up with some sort of like a bit where we do stere go talk about stereotypes of straight people. And I was like, I mean, we have families and live normal lives and stuff. I don't know. It, there's really no, like, what's the stereotype? We're like normal. Normal hair. Okay. Your hair's not blue and purple and... I, that's all I got. Our, so. our, our day would not devolve into some kind of over-hypersexualized... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just we're just like boring. A, yeah, welcome. Right? Like, we're, we just, <laughs> we're just kind of boring in that way. We don't actually like to sexualize children or anything like that. We just, like, go home to our families and cook dinner. <laughs> really crazy. Um, so I want to get to some of this... Uh, uh, to the, the testimony from... Special Counsel John Durham. So he was in front of the House Judiciary Committee today on the Durham report that obviously found it was peculiar, that one, because it found very clearly that the DOJ and the FBI never should have launched the Trump-Russia investigation, but it didn't issue any sort of like, hey, there should be some sort of criminal consequences, anything like that. But um, the report also suggested that Hillary Clinton had approved a plan to tie uh, then-candidate Donald Trump to Russia, intelligence that the FBI seemingly knew, but just kind of ignored and overlooked so that they could proceed with the process of discrediting Donald Trump as the, as the candidate. And um, I want to play a clip. This is Congressman Steve Cohen who, you know, they have to make everything about Orange Man bad here. And Steve Cohen's like, I can't be, I mean, you're going to, tying yourself to Donald Trump? Haven't you thought of what that would do to your reputation? And uh, Durham's response was just spot on here. Watch. It's a if I tried to follow your report, Mr. Donald Trump Jr. would have called it a, a nothing burger. Mm -hmm. You got no convictions. You got nothing. It was all set up. To hurt the Mueller report, which was correct and was redacted, to hurt the Bidens, and to help Trump. And you were a part of it. You have a good reputation. You had a good reputation. That's why the two Democrats supported you. But the longer you hold on to Mr. Barr and this report that Mr. Barr gave you as special counsel, your reputation will be damaged. As everybody's reputation who gets involved with Donald Trump is damaged, he's damaged goods. There's no good dealing with him because you will end up on the bottom of a pyre. I yield back the balance of my time. Sure. My, Can we uh, presume the gentleman's undecided on, on how he feels about the pre former president? <laughs> Gentlemen, witness can respond. Yeah, my uh, concern about my reputation is with uh, the people who I respect and my family and my Lord. And I'm perfectly comfortable with my reputation with them, sir. Well said. God bless you. Um, the, um, 
I would love to get um, your response to that, guys. There's a couple more clips that, that we can play here, but I'd love to get your, your response because what I took from that was Steve Cohen was mad that Durham didn't politicize this as everyone else has. And if you don't like Trump, you should, well, first of all, you shouldn't like Trump. And since you don't like Trump, you should then use your not liking of Donald Trump to influence your decisions, investigations, everything. Because I don't know what siding with him would have to do with a, an unbiased, objective, fact-finding report. Because it's don't let any disaster go to waste. Don't let any opportunity for them go to waste. And they saw this as an opportunity to, to dig at Trump. This mm -hmm. is a moment for them. They would have if it was one of their guys in the camp. I just love his reply. Yeah, I mean, perfect. Play, play above the game. I mean, we're at a point now where show them that, look, man, you, you can't phase me. I only care about people whose opinions I respect. <laughs> that would not be you, that Steve Cohen. You. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I can't. I cannot believe you. You can't. I'll say it like in media. You can't fart in the wrong direction of someone and claim that it was theirs without getting hit with a libel case. Um, we've just seen how many years? Is it like seven years straight? Something mm -hmm. like that of them blatantly lying mm -hmm. about Donald Trump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Blatantly lying. The Durham report proved that everything in the Russia investigation, the Russia hoax, all that crap. Mm -hmm was exactly that, crap. It, it, it was all false, based on lies. Mm -hmm. um, op, it, it, it goes above even opposition research because in opposition research, you're not getting a multi-million dollar investigation that the, of a sham investigation, right. clearly just to make one guy look bad. That's what happened. Yes. And there was a huge investigation, the media ran with it, mm -hmm. um, and even to this day, just like this guy, this guy. So this guy's like talking about it, as in Cohen's talking about it, as if everything that has been disproven was actually true. Correct. Right. Right. Look, if you if double you, down, exactly. right? And you hear Adam Schiff today. Like mm -hmm. we know that you lie. We know he lied about mm -hmm. everything. Uh, he was lying, straight liar. He he's called out on it. Now when he's facing, uh, you know, any kind of uh, censure, censure, censure. Can't even say that censure. on it. Censure on it. Uh, he's saying, well, you know, they're just trying to quiet me because I was standing up to Donald Trump and I was telling the truth. Wait, we know you lied. We actually have that clip. So let's let's watch Adam Schiff. By, and again, as of the time of this taping, um, they have not yet taken a vote, but they are supposed to vote on the new, the revamped resolution to censure Adam Schiff for all of the lies that he uh, spouted during this Russia collusion hoax. Watch. I take it as a badge of honor because... Uh, this says that I'm effective. Uh, mm. They go after people they think are effective. Uh, I exposed the corruption of the former president. I led the first impeachment trial of the former president to the first bipartisan vote to remove a president in U.S. history. Uh, and I'm proud of that work, and I would do it again. Wow. Jason, don't you think, though, it's fascinating? And so um, I think it's very fitting that he uses the word effective because being effective has nothing to do with being truthful. Exactly. He was effective, didn't, he was. wasn't he? He's not. They, 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 will, they will tell the truth as they lie. That's literally Satan. Effective? Yeah, you were effective. Yeah, I mean, you're effective. You, all right. you, still up, yeah, you, you still were, have Rachel Maddow on television exactly. talking about it as if it actually happened. I guess you're that is pretty liar. effective. Yeah, you're just a horrible... Yeah. Person effective yeah. at making it up, basically. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's, and that's causing I, destruction. There that's you what, go. Thank you. That, that's what the, that's what he was effective at. And and if you look at from their side, they absolutely were effective yeah. because now everybody on. So there's there's no middle ground anymore. It doesn't really exist. There's one side 
that just cares about their side. There's the other side that just cares about their other side. Um, and I'm talking about the, the extremes. No one is going to look in the middle. Hardly anyone even cares about truth anymore. Mm -hmm. Because, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking like as if I'm not one of these people. I'm pretty much one of these people now. Because at this point, I am so, I, the, the thing I hate the most is bullies. Yep. And that's how I see uh, Democrats and people like Adam Schiff are now. They're, they bullied Donald Trump for the past seven years. They've bullied him. So I don't really care at this point. I'm just voting for him. Like, do I like another candidate better? Yeah, I actually like Ron DeSantis better. But I'm voting for Donald Trump because I'm so pissed off. Yeah. And that is very dangerous of a climate to be in. No, as, it is. But country. thankfully, is. you have a good 10 months to calm down and, and things will settle. <laughs> but, but, it's not over yet. It's yeah, going to get worse. Say, it's no, just no, going to get no, worse in I mean, that time frame. But, but, no, it's not. It's going to get worse, but you'll, you'll, you'll start seeing the light there. But this is the deal, though. The end justifies the means for these people. And he just told you, I was effective. I'll do it again. Because it's on brand for the party. It is just cause chaos, cause destruction, attack Trump, undermine the people, bully Trump, bully the American people, lie to them, just be effective. And I can even in the inner circles hear this. I don't really care, Adam, how you do it. Just get this outcome. Mm -hmm. Steal, lie, cheat, deceive, rob, plunder, murder, it doesn't matter. Just get this done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the, That's how they operate. The, how, the, the way they did this, and it's, you go all the way back to the kids and kids in cages thing. That was just a, it was a smear operation. Everybody um, that was actually looking at the facts knew that they were built under Obama. They knew yes. it was a lot. He was the deporter in chief. They knew it was tons worse uh, then. But all of a sudden, they cared about it, and they said this was Trump led. So then people hated him, hated him for it. Then they started talking about the you know the rape. They, they're sending their rapists and all that stuff. They completely misconstrued that quote. They misconstrued the <laughs> oh good people on mm -hmm. both sides. Mm -hmm. They built up so much hate mm -hmm. that when you would actually look into the facts of the Russia investigation and the Durham report, they didn't care to. Mm -hmm. All they were looking at was, what's Adam Schiff saying about this? Right. What's AOC saying about this? They did not care about the facts. Yeah. So now this lie operation is absolutely effective. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to take another quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor, Bank on Yourself. So uh, maybe you've been given bad advice about retirement savings, like max out your 401k. Uh, the Wall Street casino loves to roll the dice with your hard-earned life savings. But the only thing Wall Street guarantees is that they always get paid whether you win or lose. There is a better way to grow your nest egg. Bank on Yourself is a guaranteed and predictable way to grow your hard-earned money. Uh, and this actually gives you 100% control of your money plus tax-free income in retirement. This is guaranteed predictable growth and retirement income with no luck, skill, or guesswork required. And both your principal and growth are locked in. This is tax-free retirement income. You know what your tax rate will be in retirement. That is zero under current tax law, which will protect you from the incoming tax tsunami. You've got built-in inflation protection. And with Bank on Yourself, your money is guaranteed to grow by a larger dollar amount every single year in both good times and bad. You can get a free report with all the details on how Bank on Yourself, uh, that strategy adds guarantees, predictability, tax savings, and control to your financial plan. If you go to bankonyourself.com slash matters, that is bankonyourself.com slash matters. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Ahead of the one-year anniversary of the overturning of Roe versus Wade, Kamala Harris went on with MSNBC and wanted to talk about how she, all of a sudden, she cares so much about freedom. Guys, watch. This is fundamentally about freedom. Oh. The right to make decisions about your own life and your own body. And really? this okay, is a freedom. foundational mm-hmm. principle for mm-hmm. our country. Uh-huh. We were founded is on it? the notion that government should at some point stay out of people's business. Oh. <laughs> yeah. To, to say it in an academic way. It's a legal matter. It's a legal matter. Right? And when we think about this and connect this with so many other mm. issues, mm-hmm. um, I think we all have to stand up and say that, you know, we as a nation stand for the principle of freedom. Do we? That is so fascinating from the same regime that forced you to inject yourself with an experimental jab. That is so fascinating from the same regime who wanted you to triple mask until you suffocated. That is so fascinating coming from the people who weaponize the DOJ against pro-life activists who are just participating in their First Amendment right to protest. That is so fascinating that now all of a sudden Kamala Harris gives a about your freedom. I am learning so much today. Yeah, it's a good day. The border czar woke up and became an American patriot. Heck, but no freedom for the baby in the womb. Kill yeah, them. Only kill freedom, them. only freedom when you want to kill your babies. That's yes, right. yes, right. Yeah. What? How in the world, Jason, did that woman pass the bar? <laughs> That's a great question. Actually. How in bribery, surely. I mean, some, I mean. We know how she rose well, the Well, Willie Brown uh, maybe had some yeah. that too. <laughs> do we really want to go further into that? No, no, we don't. Hey, it's hetero day. Let's go hey, all look, the way. It's hetero day. You can slip your way many places and incarcerate your own kind. Remember, yeah. she would throw, I mean, look, I, I, this is so despicable. It's, it's a gross misrepresentation of who we are as a nation. And then, and then the clown show next to her. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Freedom, yeah. right? That what she say? To say it in the legal terms. <laughs> I keep every time shut she up. talks. Yeah, shut up. Every time she talks, I keep waiting for she her cackles. to like eventually yeah. get to a point. But she nope. just kind of rambles and rambles and rambles and then embarrasses herself at the end. I mean, that that is rich talking about freedom and even saying at some point government should stay out of your yeah. business. Mm-hmm. When have progressives ever ever, ever, ever thought ever. that they want to know how many guns you own? They want to know every every little every little part of uh, uh, entrepreneur's business. They want to be your doctor. They want to be your doctor, but she wants to tell you that you heard her say when it comes to uh, you know someone's life and someone's own body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah. the fr- like a freedom issue. Is it a freedom issue just to let murderers go out and kill people? Yeah. Because it's a freedom issue. We right. should let them go out and kill people. That's a great, that's a great point. But I mean, this empty the prisons, empty them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. why even have jail? This is the same woman who who said that you know she was in the hole. They're our children for schools, kids in schools, our children. You know, there's no look. They couldn't spot freedom if it stood in front of them in in a in a bright neon shirt. They hate freedom. I'm wondering why. You know, is it because Biden is, you know, is it because Hunter's under attack? Is it because now all of a sudden we'll say anything to take the light off? All of a sudden now the spotlight off, government should stay out of things. You know, is this a, is this a pivot conversation coming? No, no, it's, it's, they're just weaponizing. That they won't do it. I'm saying, is it in order to 
to take the light off themselves for a minute is what I'm saying. No, I think that this is always how they have viewed uh, any time they talk about abortion. They always want to talk about freedom because, uh, I mean, you a woman should have the right for... That for sure, but she wasn't... This is worse. This is even more evil because then you were using the word choice, you know, like pro-choice, making this a choice. Now they're saying this is a freedom Mm -hmm. issue. The right to kill babies Mm -hmm. is a freedom issue? Mm -hmm. This is, I mean, they're so effective at doing this to the people that are their base or follow them. Just change words around and then make it mean whatever you want. Truth makes no difference at all. And then we can reduce the, uh, the sanctity of life to some other random catchphrase or word just so that we can score political points. Mm -hmm. This is evil. Absolutely. I mean, it's beyond, it's beyond evil. Um, but, but a phrasing there for me went even beyond, beyond just a pro-life issue. It's. The concept of freedom is not just about the womb. It, of course. For them, it's about taking every ounce of liberty and freedom you have and just suffocate it out. So I'm just, I'm, I'm yeah, I think wait and see. I, I, <laughs> they're doing I have this. a feeling they'll double down on this. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. I mean, and they're doing the same thing, too. Now it's gone. Like, they, they, once they take this step, it goes further and further and further. Eventually, they're going to get to the point where they're pro-groomer. Oh, they already are. No, yeah. they are. No, yep. pro-groomer. They already are. They are. They are. No, they pro-groomers, they're the groomers. Oh, they're yeah. just minor attracted people, guys. Right. They have rights, too. Right. They have the right to a lethal injection. That's what they have a right to. <laughs> I'd like to one day talk about why Barack calls Michelle Michael, you know? <laughs> That's my conversation I want to have. You know, what's that bulge in the front of that dress? That's just what I want to know. I want to remind everyone that it is straight Pride Day. That's why I brought it up. Because <laughs> he ain't straight. Uh, well, anyway, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to remind you guys, if you did not tune in to the premiere of Normal World, it was last night and it was awesome. Um, not only do I highly encourage you to go back and watch, they did a really, really great sketch um, about, uh, well, it was kind of a funny little bit making poking fun at Pride Month. That's all I'll say, because I don't want to spoil it. But it's called The Splurge, and you need to go back and watch it. That's that's all I'm going to say. But not only do I encourage you to do that, make sure that you tune in tonight as well. It is comedian Dave Landau and Quarter Black Garrett, <coughs> and it is at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. You're going to see you know topical sketches, uh, comedic conversations on the latest political and social news and sometimes even musical guests. So you can go to Blaze TV, watch it there, or you can watch it at youtube.com slash normal world. Happy hetero day. Uh, Elon Musk has declared that the word cis and cisgender are both now derogatory terms and considered a slur on Twitter. Um, It was interesting because so of course this is the twitter ceo elon musk he was replying to a tweet from commentator james s's who said that uh, he said yesterday after posting a tweet saying that i reject the word cis and don't wish to be called it i received a slew of messages from trans activists calling me sissy and telling me that i am cis whether i like it or not just imagine if the roles are reversed and elon responded Repeated targeted harassment against any account will cause the harassing accounts to receive, at minimum, temporary suspensions. The word cis or cisgender are considered slurs on this platform, which I think is a fascinating development. I would more so just say, like, it's not a, it's not a real thing. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's it's made up. It's, Everything they do is made up. Well, I mean, it's it's just that you're it's basically that you're you don't belong to the LGBTQIA plus apostrophe S like you you're just you're just normal. So you're just that means straight. Straight. 
Yeah, they can uh, call you. They straight. can call you straight. They can call because, you straight, but you can't yeah. call them a man or a woman right. if they're a man or a woman. Right. So um, I'm sure that they would say, Jason, that um, because it's gender, not sex, maybe they have to make it something gender. And so basically it's to say, like, you're not transgender. So sexual preference is a gender? Well, you, you are, if you I'm are a man, right no, if you are a man. <laughs> no, you're not old. You're just, you're just saying and they're all Okay, insane. let me read you, let me read you, so, so let me read you what the definition is, because sadly Oxford has it. Denoting or relating to a person whose gender identity corresponds with the sex registered for them at birth. And then semicolon, not transgender. So if you agree with what they said you were, oh. he's a boy, how do you know? Because I'm looking at him naked, he's a boy. If you agree with that and you are not transgender, they call you that word, which I also rebuke. It's just, it's just normal. Okay, so like, there's no such thing as preference. cisgender. No, you're just a normal guy. Okay. <laughs> you're actually a man, Jason, and therefore they call you Society cis. is so stupid now. It's, it's, no, it's mentally ill. It, <sighs> it's absolutely mental. We need to bring the straight jacket. You better be careful, because the last time I did that, I got a graphic put up for like five minutes on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Um, here, here's, I want to read a definition. Frankly, my dear. I want to read a definition from transhub.org. It says, cis, short for cisgender, is a term that means whatever gender you are now is the same as what was presumed for you at birth. Presumed? Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, no. It's a moving target, buddy. It's how, fluid. How dare you presume yeah. that when you birth a baby... That, that, that has a penis and testicles, you you're, gonna, you're just gonna presume that that's a boy, that that's a male? <sighs> that's, that's something phobic. Because, because they'll tell you the child hasn't chosen yet, Sarah. I know. Yeah. How dare you? If, if, dare if you. someone has a multiple personality disorder. Yeah, it's called fractioning. Do, do they just say he hasn't chosen the right personality yet? And then whatever personality this person chooses, whether it's, you know, a, I don't know. Like a Swedish no. No, it doesn't apply uh, lion handler or whatever eventually. <laughs> that, that, that's okay. Okay. Once, that, once he finally chooses and that's the one that, I mean, and, 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 our, that day. and is there an entire movement to say that that person that has multiple personality disorder, this is so getting censored, that has multiple personality sense, uh, disorder, mm -hmm. uh, you know, is protected and we need to hold national months and no, days for these no. people. And we should preach this in, you know, uh, colleges all over mm -hmm. the United States and then write laws to make sure that his that one personality is his correct personality. Mm, nope. do, we, do we do that? Why don't we do that? No. Let's keep it consistent, right? Oh, I mean, we're, no I'm, I'm quite sure we're, we're behind the paywall now. So you <laughs> might as well say whatever you want before Get ready, guys. Jason did, in fact, say the thing he was not supposed to say. <laughs> um, so, I, okay, I want to, I'm going to read you, like, the biggest word salad that I've heard in a while. This is from the guy who says that he coined the term cisgender 29 years ago. This is like, you, you hear this and you're like, no wonder academia is in shambles. The word is a threat because it linguistically separates biological sex from socially constructed categories of woman and man. That gender is a social construction undermines heteronormativity, critical to defending patriarchal sex roles and procreation. It is not surprising that those who have garnered dominance and privilege from traditional gender roles feel threatened and compelled to lash out. You oxygen thief, you just sucked a whole bunch of oxygen to say nothing. What? Nothing. What was, really what was nothing. that line in Billy Madison? We are now dumber after yeah, yeah, exactly. Thanks a lot. We gotta take a break. We'll be right back. 
Talladega Super Speedway held a Pride Day, and it was not a Pride Day like we're holding. It was a, it was a, one of the other Pride Days, and I just want to show a little. Yeah, that was about what you would expect for a Motor Speedway holding a Pride event. Um, I got it. I mean, it almost there are almost more people at this table than there were that entire <laughs> Talking about attendance. not knowing your audience. I don't understand why they keep doing this. I mean. I don't understand. So apparently the, the track supervisor uh, identifies as half gay and expressed mixed sentiments saying that the event was still enjoyable but suggesting that it should not be repeated due to the potential financial strain on the owners. Uh, estimating costs of around half a million dollars to run a race with no fans present. <laughs> half gay? Yeah, I mean, you know, 50% of the time you want to go gay. You just read that. That's said, what it, he himself. identifies as half gay. Half, is the other half donkey? What is the other half? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. What is half gay? He's half gay, but he's 100% stupid. <laughs> <laughs> See if this if this if they, if they did a hetero day at a NASCAR place, oh get a buddy, bunch of rednecks there. Every they other know day how to do it. is like a rally. Yeah. There's gonna be chicks in front of the flag, flashing their boobies, going, "Woo, on TV, <laughs> am I doing it? Yeah." <laughs> and they ruined it. Yeah, I just uh, it's like <laughs> take the lesson from Bud Light. Take the lesson from Target. Oh. We're tired of teaching you guys lessons. We'll do it. We'll do it. We're just really tired of it. And we still want to enjoy some of these experiences. So stop and take the lesson. Thanks guys for being here. He's possibly also fully fired. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.